So man, I woke up today. I went to the gym. Everybody was talking about Have you seen the Cat Williams interview yet? I was like, nah, what you talking about? That's telling me, just go check it out. Go research it. So I go get me something to eat. Man, ring me up. Have you seen the Cat Williams interview yet? Nah, but I heard about it. I get to work. My homeboy pull up on me. You got to go see that Cat Williams interview. He's going ballistic. He going crazy. So I check it out. (laughs) I look on YouTube. It's two hours and 45 minutes, something like that. So I go to Apple podcast because I don't like my phone dying. You know what I mean? When I'm checking out content. The first thing that he said in the interview was club Shay Shay. I came here. I don't do interviews. When I do interviews, I would want to go on Larry King or somebody legendary or something like that. He said, but I came on Club Shay Shay because this is a safe place for the truth to be told. Mm. I was tripping off of that already. And then another thing that really caught my attention was that he said, we living in the age of Aquarius. The age of information. Where things can't be hidden no more. I already knew what age we was living in. And I know when a transformation happened and everything. And it tripped me out because like the way he said it. It let me know that hidden agendas. Things that's been hidden. Secrets is going to come out in this episode. And I was like, "Hmm, he must be about to go crazy. He must be about to go in. And he went in. Instantly Talking about Ricky Smiley Steve Harvey Cedric the Entertainer Multiple individuals We're going to get into it But I suggest y'all go Check it out for yourself Because This is just my reaction To what caught my attention Like what I'm interested in May not be what you interested in But Oh my goodness He went crazy on this thing Man for real And me personally, I respect a man that is well-read and a man that is well-traveled. Now, I'm going to play a clip and talk about this first clip. Then hopefully my homeboy is still up so we can further the discussion and the conversation. I'm going to give him a call and and chop it up with with him so y'all can hear what all perspectives is on this conversation but this the first clip i'm gonna play man real talk uh, but i like him nobody cares about that that's not what we're talking about these are business conversations that deal with businessmen right right when you're good at something you should progress the guys that are not as good they should fall down by the wayside that's natural they're where they so you believe if your talent doesn't support it you should fall by the wayside and the guys that have the talent and they get elevated, they should move. No, that's what water says. That's what the universe say. The universe say the levels. <laughs> Every, no, I don't, not I say. Who am I? <laughs> I'm nobody. I, but I'm working every day as if I think that's what should happen. 
is how it should be. And I'm choosing comedians that also write and work hard and don't steal other people's material. And I'm making sure that they all make $300,000 a season. And I'm making sure that they're not ever signed to me or my conglomerate. And that's why they're successful. No, you can work with me and still be an independent businessman boss owner like you came in. I don't need you to be subservient to me. That's those other guys guys that make you pay dues <clears throat> I always was told that if you're talented in something if you work hard in something we always told that as a youth that you'll be successful but Cat Williams just basically said that's not true it's gatekeepers it's people in position that if you're obedient to them You'll get a chance. You'll get put in position. That's 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 so true. Like when I think about, I haven't been in the acting business or nothing. But when I think about the music business and everything, like I wouldn't want to be in the music industry because you got artists that's not talented at all, and they're getting put in position because they're obedient. To the person that's capable of putting them in position. The quality of the music doesn't even matter. The quality of the acting doesn't even matter. The quality of the comedy doesn't even matter. When the last time y'all really laughed. At these comedians. To me Cat Williams is the last of the funny. Mike Epps up there. Dave Chappelle. He's cool. He's cool but. The last time I really laughed was Bernie Mac. Like, I just be honest with yourself, man. Like, amongst your peers, amongst your friends, when the last time you laughed, big dog? You don't laugh at Kevin Hart. No disrespect to nobody. But you don't laugh at certain individuals. Certain individuals, it's, it's not funny. Real talk. And that just caught my attention, man. Like, when I think of the gatekeepers and uh, the people that's in position, when I think of Steve Harvey and Kevin Hart, I would rather be Cat Williams. Move when I want to move, move on my own time, not have to do 20 gigs. People really don't care about being famous. People want to get some money so they can get out their situation. Kevin Hart got YouTube jobs. He got this job. He on Instagram every day. He doing workouts. He in this movie, that movie over here. Steve Harvey doing game shows. He doing this. He doing that. And 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 that's when people put you in position. They put you to work. That's just my opinion of it. Let me call my partner though to, to further the discussion, man. Real talk. See if he up. Scratch that. Let's keep the conversation going, though. Guess my partner was asleep or whatever. And if he ain't sleep, he'll, he'll call back. But 
I just want to further the discussion because Cat Williams goes ballistic on this interview. It's the beginning of January, man. The beginning of January. And it's the best interview so far this year, man. <laughs> Real talk. The last conversation that we did on this channel that kind of went viral was Dr. Omar and some of the things he said. But Cat Williams, he really went crazy. And, and, and in this discussion and in this clip that I'm about to play, he talked about overtly homosexual activities in Hollywood. And this was just fortuitous for him. And now you know what nobody has ever said in the whole industry in 20 years about, you know, the whole money might not get raped in the bathroom. Right. So I understood going in that there's no reason. I lost every, for a five-year period, every single movie that Kevin Hart did was a movie that had been on my desk that all I had said was just can we take some of this step and fetch it shit out and then I can do it like it don't need to be overtly homosexual because I'm not homosexual right it doesn't need that right. to be funny right mm -hmm. and, and and me saying that and them going oh yeah no problem and then going to give it to this other guy and having him do it just like it was and acting like I'm a bad person because I keep standing on my standard. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting, but I, I wouldn't change it for the world. Like, again, I'm, I'm the Trill and Jackson podcast. People say, Trill, do you believe in everything he's saying and all of this? What he talking about on this interview? I have no reason not to. But I ain't the type of person to expose individuals. I let them expose themselves. I really don't even care what you got going on. But when I think about positions and hindering me when it comes to millions of dollars, I don't know what I would do. Real talk. I don't know what I would do when people are hindering me hindering my chances and my opportunities and why is hollywood so obsessed with homosexual activities like he spoke in this conversation about uh, the first time we saw him on on friday the friday movie when terry cruz tried to rape him in the bathroom and something happened he got away he said they wanted him to get raped in the bathroom but he said, I can still make it funny and not get raped or I don't want to be in the movie at all. When he said that, that caught my attention. Ice, Because Ice Cube is the executive producer. Why would he want something like that in his movie? Even though he didn't take shots at Ice Cube, he saluted Ice Cube and everything in this uh, conversation. But Hollywood is a strange place, man. And. To get put in position in this world of the United States, you have to do something to get something. Are you willing to do something to get something? I'm not, man. Y'all can keep whatever y'all got. For real, because those opportunities and stuff, man, it ain't worth my sanity. I wouldn't be able to sleep at night doing things that they have these people doing. But I also want to talk about something that he said in uh, this conversation that... Sparked my interest too Because 
everybody might not be interested in what I'm interested in or what I got from this uh, podcast, but I visited L.A. in 2002. I mean, 2022. All the time getting the best of me. I'm getting old. 2022. And uh, me and my wife, we went to Malibu. We went to Riverside, Menifee. Uh, Santa Monica Venice Hollywood We went everywhere But my fondest memory Is the smell Of Skid Row The appearance of Skid Row And uh, the homelessness The amount of people I come from Knoxville man A small town in Tennessee 200,000 people and it's almost 200,000 people on Skid Row homeless. Just that smell. I'll never forget that smell for the rest of my life. That smell was a. <clears throat> if y'all smelt the skunk. Y'all never been there. Y'all smelt the skunk. Y'all think a skunk smell bad. A skunk is a cologne in comparison to Skid Row. <laughs> Real spill. But this is what he had to say about homelessness. So at any point in time, you like, man, I made a mistake, man. I should have stayed my butt in Ohio, man, because this is, man, this ain't what I signed up for. I didn't experience anything once I left home that I hadn't signed up for. If anything, it saved my life. Me being homeless for that small period of time allowed me to see all of the people that were in that situation and to see that these were lawyers and doctors and, 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 and teachers and that these people were white and black and Asian and Indian and the only thing that all of these homeless people had in, in, in common was um, they made a bad decision and aligned themselves with drugs and I interviewed them all what drug what and guess what Shannon Nobody had a great story. Nobody had a great story of what meth had done for them, what crack had done for them, what cocaine had done for them, what heroin had done for them, what speed had done for them. Nobody had them stories. Everybody's story was I had my life together and then I decided to do this dumb thing. And I lost my wife, I lost my house, I lost my cars, I lost my reputation, and now I'm now out here sucking penis <laughs> in the woods. Jackson I ain't laughing because it's funny, but it's funny. And that nigga said a lot of funny stuff in this this conversation too, man. <laughs> he called Cedric the entertainer a walrus. Whew. Man, I was at work listening to that, man. Oh, my goodness. That was hilarious. But let me get into it, though. The conversation about homelessness and uh, what he was talking about in this interview. If y'all haven't seen it, man, go check it out for real. It's very informational. And I didn't know. I really didn't know Cat Williams was as smart as he is. Salute to that, man. <laughs> Salute to an educated, well-read individual. But he left his parents' home at 13 years old and moved to Florida homeless. That's young. But he had dreams, goals. He was well read that he said he was so much information, so much information, and he had like arguments with his father and stuff. 
And that's his father's home. So he had to go. That's what he said. And I don't know if I respect that or think that that's crazy, but that's different to leave home at 13. For real. And then at 18, he went to Los Angeles and he pursued a career in comedy in not Los Angeles, California. Let me let me correct myself. Sacramento, California. And he pursued a career in comedy. He moved to Oakland and then he moved to L.A. And not in a home. He probably was still homeless, like like he was saying. And he also talked about how Steve Harvey wasn't homeless. Steve Harvey was married in relationships at the time he was proclaiming to be homeless when really he was just on the grind. That's all he was. He was on the grind. He wasn't homeless. That's what Cat Williams said. He said, He stole my story or attempted to steal my story. He also called Kevin Hart an industry plant. And it makes sense, too, though, because Kevin Hart just went to. I never heard of Kevin Hart on a comedy grind. Like, you know, how people come up in the Chitlin circuit in hip hop and they traveling from Chattanooga to Alabama and all of that, doing the little bitty shows for five thousand. Then they come up in the industry. I never heard of Kevin Hart in the. Chitlin circuit of comedy coming up And all of a sudden he just popped in Hollywood It was just boom Boom He was just he was just on So It's just He talked about Cedric the Entertainer Stealing jokes Thinking that he would never get on Or whatever he was stealing jokes he didn't, he didn't say nothing negative about Mike Epps or a few other people. Earthquake. I went to an earthquake comedy show and he's really funny. He's really funny. But man, comedy is in a dark place now when I think about it, listening to Cat Williams talk because nobody's funny. Or I don't. I don't laugh. Am I wrong for not laughing? I'm not laughing at none of these individuals. Bernie Mac was the last. Then it's Kevin. It's. I keep saying Kevin Hart name To me it's Bernie Mac, Cat Williams And Dave Chappelle Them the the ones And the last one that really had me like Laughing was uh, Bernie Mac So I'm going to play one more clip The number one job in the industry When you When you like major This is the number one job in the industry and balances of the universe that liars not get to make complete narratives for themselves. Are you not afraid about being blackballed again? These are some power people. What do you mean again? These people are not powerful. Satan can't create anything. That includes blessings for his people. That's why, do you know what the number one job of somebody that sold their soul in Hollywood is? What? Is to act like it didn't happen. They all do the same job. Why do you think Gary Owen can't cross over and he already white and been in comedy for 25 years? If what I say ain't the case. Damn. Is that something that you want to be involved in? The industry. I know we want to get out of our situations when we're not doing well financially. We want to be rich 
financially stable and all of that, man. But is it worth it at the end of the day? It's just a job. We're living in the age of Aquarius, man, the age of information. Nothing can be hidden. The truth will be told. The truth will come to light. Go check out the interview, man. And after you check that interview out, man, go check out my previous album that I released in October. It was all a dream. This is one of the records out for the album. I appreciate y'all for tuning in, man. Peace, love, plenty of abundance. Make sure you go get you some money. Tip. Niggas didn't want me to blow It was all a dream for sure Now I'm up and not looking back Did the racks, now it's deposits Life is good when you have options Niggas cap, never been popping The diamonds ain't real, player just stop it All we do is the VV Shine so bright the lanes can't see me Been notorious, no biggie Did the Louis, now I'm in Poochie Yo chicka groupie, act unruly Niggas goofy, always moody I'm a dog, call me Scooby To this gang, you niggas knew Left the streets when shit got spooky Kept it real, that was my duty My team keep Drake's, I told the Uzi Director of my own movie Make sure the business runs smoothly Yours truly been evolved Beef I had won't be resolved What's poppin' little nigga? Go subscribe to the channel, man Real talk, go check out the album Real talk, listen to the bars, man like Jordan 2-3 Used to be the price of a key Street dreams I did that looking back And I'm still a real nigga That's too official We pee that y'all artificial The affiliation ain't beneficial The case ended in a dismissal You did the double I got the triple Kept my head on the fucking swivel When I left Shit was crippled Never been a man in the middle My life ain't superficial The streets hot I made it sizzle You claim you real That made me giggle you niggas paper, way too little I'm Kyrie, the way I dribble In and out the lane, sip the champagne Campaign and the team strong Money talk, that's my theme song The plug never try to prolong Every day I got it gone I'm a starter, you a walk on And that lame shit, it gets stepped on But I like being by myself Like I like peace and quiet I like it like I'm a loner, bruh. I like, I do better and come up with shit better and I make money, do a lot of shit. I do everything better, bruh, just being by myself. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, and that shit kind of like a problem. Like, my hate that shit. Like, bruh, why you by yourself? Why you by yourself? Like, I just don't like being around a lot of people.